everybody, and welcome to a new edition of the award-winning Talking About Cars, where it's all about everybody has a car story, from celebrities to car personalities to people you may not have known are car people but have great stories to tell. I'm Randy Cardoon, and this week I'm joined by two of the key reality stars from the TV show The Original Storage Wars, Dan and Laura Dotson. Now, in real life, they are husband and wife, and they're auctioneers. We caught up with Dan and Laura at Crevier Classic Cars in Irvine, California. And get this, we did the interview while sitting in a piece of classic American luxury, a 1962 Chrysler Imperial. I think it's sexy and big, and I feel like I want to go to a drive-in movie. Got it. Hey, it's fantastic. Get things right in 62. I was was built in 62 also. Okay. Well, that's good to know, as a matter of fact. You're big and sexy. Is that what you're trying to say? I'm saying I got a big back seat right now. I see. All righty then. Bada bing! We're already starting off here at a good good start right here. The cars that, that they were big in that time were indeed luxurious in that kind of situation, yeah. and we all grew up in that era. Mm-hmm. I'm always curious from a car standpoint. Where did you guys start? For example, we'll start with you, Laura. Mm-hmm. You're in the front seat. Yeah. Uh, let's start off with your car story. What were the first cars you remember? Yes. And the first cars you drove. You know, our family being mechanics and everything like that. My first car was a Ford Mustang, 1965 Shelby. Loved it. Loved your it. Loved first it. First car. Very first car. And the reason is, is because my brother was like the aficionado, and he's looking. So what am I going to do? I'm going to get it first. He did it to me. You know, we used to ride motorcycles, and my number was 21. What does he put on his? motorcycle number 21 and I tried to peel it off and I thought you know what we're always in competition and I think that's why Danny and I might be in competition because you know he's a Camaro guy mm-hmm. and I'm a Mustang girl you know I really like the the beefy boom and you know and roasting those tires and just mm-hmm. really feeling it and to me it's sexy and fun and it's still got a lot of get up and go sounds like a possible therapy issue but I may be <laughs> wrong on that I don't really know Dan, what was the first car you remember growing up? You know, I had this uh, 1969 Chevy window van that uh, had a lot of great memories in that van with that big old beanbag chair and my dog running up and down the road. Uh, that's probably the first car. You had a beanbag chair in your van? I did, I did. Yeah, that was all I had. In you didn't have like one of those uh, bumper stickers on the back about rocking and knocking and all that other stuff? <laughs> right. No, I didn't have anything like that. Don't bother knocking while the van is <laughs> rocking. I'm just saying, you know, I'm, these are just questions when you hear Chevy van back in the day. Right. These are things you have to ask. I see. A van guy, huh? I was a van guy. Matter I, of fact, we were coming back. This? No, I don't know if I would have, I mean, I don't know if I would have dated him then. Could, to me, the <laughs> van guys were kind of creepy. Hey, I was a you little know? creepy. And I, I moved yards and, uh, and we were on our way back from the river. And uh-huh. we were in a 1969 Datsun station wagon. I bought it for $868. How <laughs> funny number. It was good because the old boy that was doing my yards wrecked my van. Really? No, yeah. I had Aww. to do yards for about two months out of this 1969 Datsun station wagon. So I finally I sold the accounts and working guy. got back into the auction business hot and heavy. And uh, the rest is just history, babe. Were the folks car people, the people you grew, you know, that were with you? Growing? Yeah, actually, my family, my father, uh, believe it or not, that's why I have my. Maseratis. People kind of go, why do you have Maseratis, Laura? Ferrari. Yeah, Ferrari. My father was a Ferrari mechanic and Mm -hmm. Italian. So anything about Maseratis or Ferraris, you know, as a young girl, my mom would say, okay, your father's working on a deal. Next thing I know, he's fixed somebody's Ferrari or did something special. Then we had a new car you know, every two years. And it seemed like, oh, this is fabulous. Doesn't everybody get a car, you know, every two years or something? And 
I love the power. I just love the lines. I love the sexiness. And si sono italiano, you know, I'm Italian. Ooh. So I... Italian. Va bene. Yeah. I went to Modena, Italy, and got to walk the factory and just really felt my father's presence. And I really feel as though, you know, I said, you know what, honey, when I can make it, when I feel like I can afford it, I'm going to buy a Maserati. Well, he beat me to the punch. You see how we're so competitive. He buys me one and surprises me for Christmas. Aww. And I walk out in the garage. But I had hidden a quad for my son in there, and I walked out there, and it wasn't there. I was, like, freaked out. I didn't even see the Maserati. And then all of a sudden, there it was, and I'm screaming, I love you. We were playing musical so, chairs with these cars in the neighborhood, uh -huh. and I, I just got, I mean, I lied to the kid. I lied to Laura, and, and they both thought each other's <laughs> gift was in the garage when it was really both their gifts, and they didn't know about each other. That was fun. It was screaming Christmas. This, and, this is a romantic Oh, guy. you know, yeah. Pretty you know trendy. what? Yeah, I guess I'm that. Just saying, you know, I'm just saying. I'm feeling that, a little randy myself. Any, I guess the bum, bum, thank you. The, the fact that the guy drops a Maserati on you now, right? that's, a, that's a gift. Well, I'll say, I'm telling you what, and then I'm telling you, the guy is so romantic about it that he says to me, you know what, babe? He says, I really think you've wanted a white one, and I got you this black one. Uh -huh. So he's getting, you know, four, about three or four years later, uh, we're She's doing so our normal. TV show. He's driving it every day and driving it, and absolutely, I looked at it, and I said, you know what? That car is him. He is the Quattroport. I'm a Gran Turismo, and here we go, Pininfarini, I got myself one in 2012, and so we each have one. You know, I've missed that part <laughs> on the Storage Wars show. Does she sing on the show? Every <laughs> once in a while, she'll sing. Uh -huh. In tune. <laughs> in tune. Yeah. Okay, well, she's a, a, she's a punk rocker from way back. Yeah. Really? I was oh, in a punk yeah, rock band. In called NOS. You were in a punk rock band? I was band. in a punk rock band, and it was no, called NOS. It, it wasn't Nitrous you Oxide had System. A mohawk? I did. It was called Perfect. Never on Sunday. <laughs> yep, yeah. I know. I know. That's the side to me. People just don't. I have a lead foot. We're a couple now. of minutes into the show, and I'm just finding things out I never knew, or oh. maybe a lot of the people from Storage Wars never knew. That's yeah, great. baby. That's, there you go. See, Some things is, are better not to ask. I'm just I never asked, but that's okay. I like the fact that you volunteered. And right on. And that's what's fun about this. It's so fun. We're going to talk a little bit about how you guys got into Star Wars. Uh, Star Wars. Storage Wars. Hey, how that's you all right. into Storage Wars. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, let's put it this way. All the people in the show have been made into stars at this point. Thank There's so you. many yeah, you they and, have and all the other people involved. Personalities. As well. Oh yeah, and it, it's such an interesting way to, to do the whole reality TV yeah. show. Right. Let's talk about how you guys met because as I understand it, you guys weren't really it was a chance meeting really, it, wasn't it? It was a chance meeting. One time three yeah. years in a row. Yeah. One time each year for three years yes. in a row. I'm such a tenacious guy. Yes. She was um, she was in the restaurant business. Okay. She was buying restaurant equipment in LA and I saw her. Opening one day restaurants. And okay. I just I was love at first sight. I'm I'm yeah. I'm working the ground, two hundred, three hundred, look at that little blonde hair, cutie green eye thing, you and me like we ought to do a little dinner or something. She left for a full year. She came back, I remembered her. I blasted her again. That auction is good. Now did you say that in your auction speak? Oh yeah, yes yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. I was I was working it. He did you it know, so fast I, was, I couldn't respond because uh -huh. he had the next lot to go on to and I thought gosh that auctioneer oh, is so good said that on, on stage. stage while he was selling yeah, his items. Yeah, we were working yes. in front of hundreds of people, and then she left again the second year. The third year, <laughs> I swear to God, she comes back to the auction, and I blast her again, but this time, I just say, you know, I'm going to take a break and really go talk to her, because I know how she is. She'll just leave. Good thinking. And I went up to her, and I said, you know what? If you're just not married or attached, I'd just snatch you up. She goes, I'm not. Here's my number, and that was, I was all ready. she wrote. Second date, she never left. That was 20 years ago. He was on my mind, Crazy. and I thought, how am I going 
to get him to stop talking so I can talk to him for a second. And when he's, you know, it's taking a break and he's eating that hot dog as fast as he can. <laughs> All right, are you married? All right, if you want, I'll just snatch you up. And I'm like, here you go. I know you have to get back to your lots. And it wasn't like selling a storage unit where you've got time in between. These are restaurant equipment, so you've got one oven, the next oven, and you're going. You're really so fast. That's what you were looking for when you showed up, is you expected to get an oven? <laughs> yeah, I actually, I spent mixer. like $20,000, next thing I know, and every time I'd go in, I said, all right, I said, well, am I going to get a date? And he says, sold with the cutie blonde, and if we're married, I'd snatch you up. <laughs> and it, it's been history ever since I, you know, we fell in love, moved in, and boom, next thing I know, I am pregnant, and of course, he's had a vasectomy, and he says to me, well, who's the daddy? I'm like, you, of course, you know, and he's like, well, great, okay. Well, then, sure enough, you know, on the delivery table, he's playing with me, such a joker, as I'm delivering, he goes, it's black hair, and I'm thinking, okay, uh, mom is blonde, dad is kind of dark, oh, his mom's got black hair, but is, is, that, is it bottled black? I'm thinking, he's redhead. All of a sudden, I look down, and Danny's crying. I'm like, is everything okay? And he looks at me, and he's crying, and he says, God sent us a redheaded baby. Yep. And now he's got the gap in his tooth, and he's got the funky chin, and, and he goes, and, uh, he's mine. And, and I don't uh, have to kill you, he says, because he's a spitting image of me, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> I was happy. This story adds completely new meaning to the phrases about Oven and mixing. <laughs> I'm just noticing this. Oven right. and mixing. I'm... Exactly. Okay, when the, when he first did this, though, that first time, yes. did you pick up on it? Um, the auctioneering and stuff? Well, when he was talking yeah. to you in the auctioneer. Yes, you know what? I am a pretty fast talker leave? myself. Why'd you leave? Why didn't you just stop what you were doing? I'll tell you what happened. Two, three years, come on. I would buy all the stuff, and he was just rock and rolling what he was doing. Well, I would go back the next day to pick up my equipment, and mm -hmm. little did he know that I'm asking around for him, looking for him. Where is that redheaded auctioneer? Where's he at? And they're like, oh, well, I'm sorry. He's not here today. He won't be back here till you know, the next time we have this sale next year. And I'm thinking, oh, doggone it. Okay. So a whole year goes by, but now I'm opening another restaurant. And then I get this flyer in the mail. They're going to, you know, restaurant sale, Dan Dotson. Oh, I am going. And I did dozens of auctions there every year. Yes. And you just showed up like once. Yes. And I show up and there he is again. And he blasts me again. And I just knew the fire in our eyes. You wow. know, like when you see a really, you know, hot car you like and you just can't get it out of your mind and you're going to spend the next year or two years looking for that special vehicle and get it you know if you have the means mm -hmm. that's what happened here i, I fell said, in love with her with her big fat rear end phat and those big <laughs> fat tires on her i just uh, hey yeah. i'm a fast 68 watch out well, <laughs> 68 I'm glad you spelled that whole fat thing. Yeah. That, that could have gotten you hey, stuck you know, in that back seat for a long time. Yeah. A lot of people are like their cars. Back in the back seat, back in the bed in the back room. I, yeah. I'm lucky he likes a little PHAT. That's right. That's right. Laura had a, a, 20, uh, a 26 a Pro Tour. Yes. Ford, yes. And it was oh, huge wow. fenders and nice. huge meats on the back. Oh, and I thought to myself, beefy and this bad. car looks just like Laura. I mean, nice smooth curves, nice color better. Tell the truth. Fat rear end. Tell the truth. What? He was fat. Tell the truth. What? He buys this car, oh, sight unseen. He buys it online. He okay. gets it delivered at the bottom of our hill. We have a, a three-quarter mile hill. Okay. And I'm looking down there, and I see it, and I'm very excited. I'm waiting for him to drive it up. Well, he calls me at the house, and he says, can you come down? Well, I drive down, and he says, baby, look what I bought you. What? What? And as I'm looking at it, I go up and I try to get inside. That 26 is so small inside. My it's knees were up in my chest. Sure. I'm, I'm five foot six. Mm -hmm. I realized that car really wasn't meant for me. It was meant for him, but he couldn't fit in it.
It was too small, so then immediately he says, I bought it for you. Because all he could talk about was this 26 that he's going to get and show and ride and drive in. He couldn't fit in the driver's seat. But you couldn't fit in it either? Oh, I could fit right in it. Oh, I see. And okay. he made Her me think. Really come up as high now, as well, I've got those. I've got photos of you in that car. You I've got those long legs, you know, like this long car here, you know. <laughs> I had a vision of you in the fetal position trying right. to get in this car. I didn't know that. No, I, I wear my high heels everywhere. Oh. And, you know, to auction, to, to everywhere, you know. I forget it. They're in bed. I'm in bed sometimes. i got to flip them off. Now I'm <laughs> You know, it's funny. We were going to do trivia with them, and we probably will in a little bit. Maybe we'll bring this question back about high heels. Uh, so there stay tuned to uh, same time <laughs> next year with Lauren Dan right here in a 62 Chrysler Imperial. Uh, <laughs> we're in trouble. What? Speaking of cars right now, what cars are in your garage right now? I have a uh, 2015 Cadillac. I have, which you've seen on the show, mm -hmm. a 2010 Cadillac, which you've seen on the show, mm -hmm. a 2012 Maserati, which I love, a uh, 2006 Maserati. Uh, just sold the 26 uh, Ford Pro Tour. I had. Totally yes, totally, yeah, a thirty-one uh, five coupe rat rod. Oh wow! Yes, cool. and um, you don't seem the rat rod kind of guy. Well, you know, I've got an eighteen-year-old son. Yeah, and, uh, and he sort of convinced me into doing some dad-son time with it. And yeah, I suggest that's a great way to spend your yeah. time with your kids. Is around cars. Fifty-two Chevy, which uh, I think uh, he kind of oh, fifty-three or fifty-two. Fifty-two. Mm -hmm. And truck also. oh, oh, awesome. oh, it's so sexy in the uh, way that thing sounds. I mean, he can get me with the purr of his the motor. <laughs> And I'm like, yes, anything you want. I'd rather have a car than jewels. i rather go and buy or look at a car rather than go buy purses. Uh -huh. People kind of go, what? It's just, you know, I don't Cars have any... Cars are a lot more expensive than purses. Man. Well, you know what? It's also, it's a, a better investment. Well, I like the idea that she says, you know, he can get me just with the purr of the engine. So, for example, mm -hmm. I want to watch the football game tonight, honey. Yeah. And you say, no, nah, who wants to do that? <sighs> and then you say, just a minute. And you walk to the garage, turn on the engine. There you and go. come back and she's just melting in her pillow. I, I've invited the, everybody over. I've made them all sandwiches. And the next thing you know, we're watching the game together. Absolutely. I'm that easy. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, you guys have had plenty of cars down the line. Yeah. And I'm always wondering... Of the cars you don't have anymore, is there ever a car that you've had that you say, man, I mm. wish I could get that car back? Yeah, my Mustang. I have one. My Mustang, it burned up in a fire, and I got up the hill, and the brakes caught on fire, and it burned up to the firewall. Uh -huh. So that was very depressing for me, and I mm -hmm. thought, I'm never going to be able to afford another car, because then the next car was a Honda Civic, and that's about what I could afford at the time. And then I got a 71 Chevelle, and which, you know, I really liked. You know, I have a wish list. I mean, he doesn't even want to hear it, because, We're going to get to that. Oh, good. We're going to get to that. Oh, good. Everybody has one. Good. In my early 20s. Um, <laughs> Uh, I had a guy that owned a self-storage facility, and he had a 69 SS convertible Camaro in it. Okay. And he goes, we need to lean this, but I am owed $600 for it. And so I ended up paying the bill on that, dragging it to my house, leaning it. Smart. And during the lean process, wasn't so smart, during the lean process, the, the folks that originally owned the car, they showed up, and for oh. like $1,250 worth of lean, they towed that thing right out of my garage. And I'm crying. I five or six hundred dollars, <laughs> but I, I really had my eyeball on that car. I kinda, wow. So Ooh. since then, I, I always look for one. That one got away. 69 Camaro? Yeah. The only thing about 69 Camaros, even if you had one growing up, it was probably semi-stock. 
but nowadays they're all mm. super sports or SSRSs, and they're all, they, they seem to have built 62% more of those kind of cars up, than they upgraded did. cars than they originally did. Right. It's like yeah. all of them are changed like you that. You have to make sure the numbers are right, right? Well, that's true too. Absolutely. So, so those are the cars. Now, of the car of the list that we all have, what's number one on the on the list that you have of the cars you always wanted? I would like a Ferrari. I want a, I want a 458 Ferrari. Mm -hmm. And there's a 2011 that I've got my eye on. And it's red and it's screaming my name. But he says it's screaming my name backwards. Laura, sorry, sold, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not screaming your name. The one that might be screaming your name would be like a 67 Tri-Power GTO. Ah. I kind of like to have one. I kind of like that. That'd be cool. I like that. You know, they got this, I don't, I have a new uh, Ford Mustang, you know, the 550 mm -hmm. in there. Is there something big like that and powerful? I want a muscle car. I do. I want, I want one. I don't. So how many versions of Storage Wars are there now? You know, there are so many that have... Canada, France, yeah. Miami, Texas... Florida, Florida, and uh, then, of UK. course, in New York. And you guys all have a piece of that, right? <laughs> I wish. Yeah. yeah. No, I think nothing. all they have similar is the word storage wars. <laughs> didn't, you, didn't you, like, uh, have that originally? You know, we inspired uh, yeah. the show. But and actually, it was Tom Beers with original uh, production. I wasn't smart enough going into okay. it. Yeah, we always learn. You always learn through life what I thought, to do. And... I thought you'd probably have to come up with something like star, you know, Storage Wars Poughkeepsie and Storage Wars <laughs> Cleveland to be able to get some more money so she can get the I go. think it's a great idea. Yes, you know, we'll see yes, where the next yes. uh, several years take yes. us. Okay. We've got a lot of ideas. Yes. They're what? doing it in Italy, uh, Storage Wars Italy. Seriously. Guarda della Taglia, and it's like War of the Boxes, uh, Guarda del Cassone, mm -hmm. and that means War of Boxes, so of storage. And I would love to go out there and represent it and maybe find a Maserati or Ferrari in the unit. Hello! <laughs> Well, that's then interesting. You'd have to get it over here. You'd have to have no problem. Well, your show that that again for those of you who haven't seen it, and I can't imagine anybody who hasn't. But if you've never seen it before, the show is uh, you guys go to various storage facilities. People, mm -hmm. for one reason or another, don't claim them, leave them yeah. alone for a long time, don't pay for them. Fortunately, Thus, yeah. So they're open up. You guys auction off the rights to those uh, storage facilities, and people, the characters, and uh, who do this and real life I'd imagine yes they come in and they bid and whoever gets it then gets to go through the whole thing exactly. how many times have you gone through a, a storage situation like that where you'll actually find a car oh yeah in the yeah. storage facility you yes. know the way that it works uh, the, the legal way that it works is when you see a car at least in California you can't just sell it because we don't have the right in the title to sell right. it. so they need to be leaned under a different type of a law it takes a little bit longer mm -hmm. and you know it takes several months longer and then once it happens and it's ready to sell then we can sell it off mm -hmm. oh, we do okay. a lot cutting three weeks prior if the facility knew that they had a car rolled in there it had been in there we'll get in not into the unit but look and find out and if it is a vehicle get the number and start that lien on it so mm -hmm. then we can get that auction going oh. and it's sometimes they're paid up at the last second it takes or four or five six months in california yeah. to get a long lien yeah. done on a car. so then yeah. you get the lien you put a new lock on it mm -hmm. and then for the show's purposes, when it's time to cut the lock, you cut the new lock. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And you'll always see that little red tag on there. And that means that we actually cut that lock probably three weeks ahead of time. We usually use a tripod, have two sets of eyeballs, mm -hmm. and we don't go in the unit unless there's a car that we need to get the numbers on or there's uh, something illegal or guns or some. So when you that see that seal on the door, those numbers match to the paperwork that I have. And I oh. make sure that those numbers are the same and that once that seal's broken, then you know that, that somebody might have been in that unit. In 
and I break that seal or clip it off and we know we have a good unit ready and to the go. people can come and pay up their unit at the very last second. Yeah. I can be right in front of a unit yeah. and before I say S-O-R-L-D and somebody comes up with the cash, they can they can get that unit out of Hawk oh. right then and there and that means oh, you that all their stuff it. better be just the way that it was when they put it in there. Sometimes you don't know there's vehicles in there because they're covered. We saw uh -huh. Willie's Jeep in there and uh -huh. it was just incredible. You just saw a bunch of junk and then all of a sudden you're like, what is that? And you can't go in. So everybody with their flashlights, you know, just everybody saying what they, listening, what do you think it is? One saying, oh, that's a Willie's. Oh no, that's not. That's just the door. That's just a frame, you know, going crazy. So people are bidding on kind of what they see or if they smell a little oil really or something. If there's a car in there, we can't, we don't just sell it. Mm -hmm. Right. But it, you know, if you think it's just parts or pieces. But if it's parts or pieces, then, you know, all yeah. game. That door wow. in the steering wheel's off. I don't see an engine in that. You know, lift up the bonnet. <laughs> have you ever had that happen though, where you're you're bidding? Everybody's bidding on a certain um, storage facility, and somebody shows up and goes, "Hey, uh, what's going on here? Here, here's my monthly thing," and you're like, "Yeah." Wait. Yeah, it's usually not yeah. the monthly thing that we owe for several months because <laughs> oh, it takes yes. several months. But it went we in. have had people come through crowds with a fistful of cash and say, "Stop oh, yeah. this auction! This is my stuff, and we will stop." Yeah, really? and we will give that money, make sure they have all yeah. their dough, and then we'll just stop it. And it's a it's on. well that makes rejoicing. For a very short show. I know, yeah. but it really does feel good though, helping people reunite back with their stuff if they mm -hmm. have the money. Nothing worse than selling somebody's purse, you know. But then again, I love watching you know the buyers on our show figure out what's in the box, life-changing events. I mean, mm. Daryl going in and bidding and bidding, and he's ready just to, you know, little did he know, the back bidder on this, like, Guiatera's unit was, mm. had an extra grand in his pocket, and Daryl said, that was my last bid. I was just gonna, just, that was it. But the other guy thought, Daryl probably has maybe ten or 20000 in his pocket or something, so he just thought, whatever, and let it go. That was, Daryl had spent all of his money on that and got it, so it is a gamble. You never know what you're going to get. He put $300,000 in his pocket, so he can go get that Ferrari. Wow. You know, <laughs> when we first started with the show, I like people that uh, make money by buying and selling stuff. I like self-storage buyers. I mean, they're good people. They're feeding their families. They're doing a, a Working hard. legitimate thing. So, you know, a lot of people thought, oh, they're, 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 they're bone pickers. They're like ambulance type chasing people. So when we started Storage Wars, I just really wanted to show a good light on these buyers and show that they're very yeah. human and they're hardworking people. And they absolutely did that with Storage Wars and they made these buyers like heroes. An so. underground uh, world of really, of nobody really knew about this. So this modern day treasure hunt comes out and it's with storage and there's treasure in there and it's life-changing especially when the economy was kind of you know going downhill and doctors and lawyers were trying to find a little bit of extra money and we're finding guys that were pounding nails they weren't building stuff yeah. and, and 07 and 08 came around and Laura and I started putting stuff on YouTube YouTube's a beautiful place to put your stuff. And, uh, you know, we had ABC and NBC and KCET all pick up a thrift economy story for us. Uh -huh. And they ran them all within 30 or 45 yeah. days after that. Oh, wow. We yeah. had 27 production companies and networks contacted and us over 18 months. And I just pitched a show and put it together. And I said, I think it should be teams of buyers that should go out there and just basically scavenge hunt. And Tom Beers and Roadtrip yeah. Productions was the third production company that we tried They with. saw our so vision. Turn, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they had the vision and they saw it and they really were resolute. They just stuck Laura with it. Laura and I used to drive about 250 miles each every day. And we drive we'd a come lot. Back and we would pick people for the show. And one being the very best candidate and uh -huh. 10 being somebody that doesn't have a chance in hell of being on the show. But they have interest, right? So right. we would come back every day and Daryl was on both of our lists. Jared was on both of our lists. Dave, I can't even say his last name. He was on our, our list. And the only person that we didn't bring to the show was Barry. Yeah. Right. Barry was... Uh, Part of the... Um, 
Monster Garage. And Jesse James' and, yeah, godfather. with the original productions. Met him on, on the set. What a character. It's interesting because when I realized we were going to get you guys, I had seen the show, but I wanted to just look up some of the shows that you had on YouTube. <laughs> and one of the shows I had, one of the first shows that pops up, is the one where you and a certain guy on there get into verbal Ooh. exercises, oh, verbal yes. fisticuffs. Yes. Uh, and, and it prompts this yeah. question, and we put this out before we tape the show here, mm -hmm. our podcast, is we're going to have Dan and Laura on the show. Anything you want to ask Dan and Laura? Oh, so, wonderful. <laughs> right here uh, on Twitter, Ken wrote, uh, what's it really like behind the scenes of mm -hmm. Storage Wars? It takes a lot longer to do things than it does uh, at a regular auction. We can take a, a regular auction that might take 30 or 45 minutes and we can turn it into a four or five hour ordeal mm -hmm. because they, we go to the unit, we open it up, we auction it off. That's it. Whoever bought it, they bought it. That's the price. It's real money, real risk, real bidding, real people. If if somebody that's not on the show buys one, they just drop the camera, we go to the next one. But if somebody from the show buys one, then they'll go ahead and they'll do a take two and they'll change all the camera angles around and they just... Uh, we Make sure they get the best shots of the person that did just been on that unit. Sure. And the action yeah. from the, the players in the show. They'll they'll kind of isolate and focus on those folks. So people, and, I'm sorry, go ahead. Okay, and behind the scenes, there is real animosity. There is real hatred, and I hate to see it, dislike amongst the characters and the people, the real buyers, and it's real money. So they really feel like, you know what, you are going to take my best unit from me and the chance that I'm out here, and I'm not going to go to five other sales today to get this one. This uh. is the breadwinner. And, you know, you have to be impartial when you're an auctioneer. And it's, it's sometimes, you know, you might not like everybody that comes to the sale. And I'll tell you what, there's a character, a guy on our show, everybody knows, you know, D.H., and that's not <laughs> sorry. A Did show. I say that? Not anymore. <laughs> no, we'll throw in some cartoon sound effects. Sorry. No one will ever know. There, no, there's a guy on our show that absolutely, you know, we've known him forever, mm -hmm. and there I is his real... his friend forever, and all this guy has tried to do is put my head under the bus, try to take my job, try to get us out and get himself in, and I don't really understand that with humans. I mean, most humans are pretty nice to each other, but there are some humans that aren't so damn nice He to wants other. to be Danny. He wants Danny's job. He wants to be the auctioneer. If you notice, he put a little patch on him saying auctioneer, and I thought, well, he's an auction buyer, auction house. When he had his auction house, he wanted me to go call his auctions, and it was really hard doing that because he, yep, 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 and I'm like, well, where's the bid? What's going on okay you know what um he is such a character that he doesn't care about really anybody's feelings and he really just wants to get in between and everything. at real auctions real auctions there is a certain amount of animosity but what happens is these sales happen so quick that it doesn't have time to build up so when we're filming and you've got two or three people that they don't like each other very well anyway and then you put them in the same area for four or five hours and then add some heat or add some rain or add something then money you know, things can, food things can get a little <laughs> twisted and freaked out and uh, and things get kind of uh, <gasps> ballooned out. Oh, Lord. So did you know when you brought him along that this could happen? Mm. Not really. I was actually in the hospital um, with my double brain aneurysm trying to survive. He yeah. comes to an auction where Laura's doing it. Hadn't and seen him filming. for a few years. And what does he do? He calls her the C-word. He, he says, where's your weak-ass husband at? What is he dying in the hospital? Oh, so Laura just wants to stick an ice pick in his temple. So realize and, I am and, a pissant. Uh, <laughs> and so anyway, she runs him off out of the auction, and then and then I do get out of the hospital. I'm on my one-year anniversary, and he's at, he's at the auction, Springs. and he just... he 
pops off and he basically says that I'm doing something illegal and they don't cut it that way but that's what they said and I I've been working on my reputation for 42 years as an yeah, auctioneer, and if sure. I want to screw it up, I'll do it on my own. I don't need anybody to Because collusion, collusion. I go, do you hear what's going on over here? And he says, you know what, we're not going to have that. I want you, you know, basically, if you're going to say that, you're going to get out. And then right. Dave just goes to pop him. Yeah, and so, Mama thought that he actually punched me, but I'm fast, oh, like a fat ninja one cat. One year. And he just scraped the side of my face, and then I thought, ah, oh, you know what, we're not going to have I this. had to just, like, get in the middle of me and my clipboard and try to, so you know, stop the fight. So I just caused him a lot of uh, discomfort for a few minutes, and I then see. it was all over. Then he got his eyes on me and just threw me down. And he but hey, you know what? I, I think he just got his eye on you. He doesn't know that I know how to wrestle. Okay. <laughs> okay, just so everybody knows then, this really isn't a producer behind the scenes oh, things no. of trying to do. This no. is actually the real thing. That's what's yeah. driven this to 10 seasons. Wow. Yeah, just the realness of it. Wow. All right. Here's another one from Instagram. Cool. Uh, Gatana Rosalinda asked, what's the weirdest thing you've ever found in a storage unit? unit thing? Yeah, locker unit. Locker I, I, space. To me, Yard, a dead body. Whatever. I'm sorry, a, what? A, yeah, a, a dead, body. dead body. I sold a dead guy one time for $25. In a 2 by 2 by 4 box. And this lady had actually... Wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. One story. Yeah, <laughs> same story. Same story. Oh, it is. Uh, yes. The lady actually, um, unfortunately... Uh, she she took her husband out and yeah. killed him. Three and years prior. Put him in a two by two by four foot box of lime and potting soil and put him in a twenty five dollar a month unit. Paid her monthly rent. Three years and um, I sold that unit to this poor lady for twenty five dollars. And let yeah. me tell you something: if you ever sell a, a unit and it has a dead guy, and yeah. they'll never come back and no, buy no. another unit from you. They're <laughs> done. They're done. <laughs> and, and so anyway, it took me about four or five years yeah. to give the lady her twenty dollars back. Yeah, and I, I, I finally did give it yeah. back to her. It but we did back. solve a mystery. Yes. There was a crime there, and we helped uh, the family reunite with the loved one because it really he really was and in the box. And she did go to jail for um, 15 yeah. years. And yeah. uh, I think she's probably yeah. about to get out now. That's one of the weirdest yeah. things. Okay, it, here we go. Yeah. Storage Wars Crime Solvers. Dun, dun, dun. What do you think? Oh, I like it. I do. Woo! It's like CSI. CSI these units. I like it. CSI storage. Wow. It's happened. There there have been there have been times. You know, Laura sold a unit one time and it was Jack of Orkin's unit. He was in jail. They were trying to let him out when he was still alive. Suicide assisted doctor. Yeah, no, I know. There was there was cash in that unit. It was like thirty eight thousand five hundred dollars. Dollars and there was eleven grand in five dollar bills. All sequential numbers. All belonged to Jack. Of working. I don't know why. Yeah. But uh, we wow. sold yeah. it to a guy, and the guy that we sold it to, he needed that money. He ended up buying himself a brand new truck with this, and shows up at my auction about two or three weeks oh, after Oh, he missed this. something. What? He buys this unit from me, and he cannot right. leave a deposit, which means deposit. you cannot leave this unit 24 hours. you got to haul it out right then and there, but before the end of closing. Laura's uh -huh. inside the office. She's watching this guy throw these black bags in the trash. I can. said, she you can't use the dumpster. Out there I go, you use the dumpster. No, I didn't. I go, yes, you did. And I reached in, and I pulled the bag out, and a $100 bill flies out of it. Just... And he goes, oh, oh, and I go, well, now you can leave your deposit now, and you can work on this unit. In these bags and in these soap boxes was all this cash. He goes, get oh, out, get out, get out, oh, and pulled out four he and a five jerk, man. bags. That guy turned out to be a jerk. Richard, you're a jerk. <laughs> he pulled out all the bags and there was 38500 in there. Didn't even give her lunch money. <laughs> so he shows up at my auction. The here next in sale. Orange buy County. pizza? You right. no, couldn't buy nothing. Couldn't buy nothing, but he did borrow $175 from me about two or three weeks after that. He shows up at an office. You figure, no, no problem. You're good he for goes, it. I don't have any money to <laughs> get. Money. I'm just watching. I said, well, if you need a little loan, it's cool. I'll, I'll loan it to you. The guy never paid me back. <laughs> never. We've never seen him again. Now, in life, <laughs> when <laughs> I have good karma, I look at everything. And I want, I'll never damage anything 
with my good karma. I mean, if, if you're sitting here and I find a big bag of money, you're going to always be sitting here because I am going to find another bag of money. I see. We, we have a thing between us. I go, Danny, let's not make this a Kevorkian moment, you know, so we know, okay, you know, or <laughs> we're not going to let that happen to us again. <laughs> Jack Kevorkian, a verb. <laughs> Why not? She usually tells me don't build a fence around things because we... That's another we, one. I have this uh, this 60 acres in Kentucky, and a customer said, can you sell this for me? He's and telling I said, on yeah, himself. Well, so I sold it to a guy, and then that guy kind of went broke, so I ended up buying his interest out of that. Okay. And as I did it, I got a call from a, an oil lease company, and they said, we want to lease this for drilling shallow oil. Okay. And I said, well, yeah, if you can put... You, you can build a fence around that 60 acre where Kentucky goes like. Yeah. And they said, you want us to build a fence You can drill if it? you put a fence around it. And uh, so anyway, they told me to get bent and they hung up. Oh, and, uh, never heard from him again. But. but yeah, a couple <laughs> years ago, uh, we, we signed a brand new lease with a deep well company and they pull a lot of things besides oil out They're of They're going to put 12 so. million into just, yeah, yeah, going up and drilling. So I, We're you know what. with the things that, yeah. the way things are and yeah. local energy. Maybe I'm going to get my first. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. So obviously there's more to you guys than just storage wars. Yeah. Uh, dead bodies and money and yep. oil. And this is not this is something I wasn't expecting. So who plays Dan and Laura in the Storage Wars movie? Ooh. Oh, Brad Ooh. Pitt, probably. Uh, no, I don't know. Who would that be? Steve Martin or Brad Pitt, <laughs> one of those guys. Wow. Right. You've just given yourself about five feet. <laughs> well, who would you be, Mom? Wow. Oh, Sharon Stone or something like that, you know. Mm -hmm. How about yeah. somebody who's a little less long in the two? Ho! Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> yeah, about she and I are the same age. She might be a year older. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I have no idea. All right, very good. Oh. Well, then that's who it's going to be. Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> well, I think she's kind of... Oh, she probably out of action. She's kind of busy. Yeah. Of course, then again, as many times as I've seen her in commercials nowadays, they could resurrect her oh, just to play you. Oh, my goodness. Right? Thank you. Certainly. I'm just saying. All right. We have, we have a couple of... Before we... Uh, you guys have been great. This Thank is a great you. interview. Uh, so it's time for a little five questions trivia here on Talking About Cars. And uh, this is where I ask them questions, and uh, they probably know the answers. And I don't know if I circled the right answers, so even if I'm wrong, I think we'll just go ahead and figure this out. Beautiful. All right, number one. A&E shows, you guys are on A&E, so we decided to look at some other shows. Storage Wars has uh, started the Wars shows. What Wars show is not on A&E? Parking, okay. parking Wars... <laughs> Shipping wars, cupcake wars, fit to fat to fit wars. Cupcake Cup wars. Very good, right, honey. Mama? Cupcake wars. Yeah. Yes. Ding, yes. Correct. It's really hard to really have a war with cupcakes. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. It's a slaughter any way you look at right? it now that you think about it. What is Country Bucks about? Is it A, bank tellers in the South? Is it B, a minor league basketball team from Milwaukee? Or C, Hunters who go to vacation spots in a lodge. I'm just going to throw a wild guess out there and say it's basketball. That's what I'm thinking. What do you think, Mom? Rich millionaires in the South. Rich Bankers. Millionaires? You know, we could do phone a friend if you want to call up somebody you <laughs> If know. we had one, we would call right now. <laughs> I, I, if you had a friend or you had a phone? <laughs> either. Oh, okay. All I right. think they're rich bankers. My phone's dead and my... Well, I haven't personally seen it, but I think that country bucks, I mean, I'm just playing a, on the words. They're country rich folk. As I understand it, I have to watch the show now, but it's 
hunters who go to vacations in a lodge. Dang I was it. thinking that maybe, maybe it would be Dang hers. It. Really? So we we're all wrong. Basketball. We're okay. wrong. Give us another See, one, Randy. Shoot. Milwaukee Bucks fans. All right, here we go. <laughs> Number three. In the first two seasons, which item does Barry not get? Okay. Is it a BMW Isetta? Is it a horse head plaster cast? A human head sculpture or a land sailor? Oh, I know. I know. Yep. Go ahead. The horse head. Yep. You are correct. Yes. Yeah, horse made in France, baby. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. So that... there was actually a BMW I said it. Yes, there was. Really? Oh, my gosh. And we couldn't even see it. That's one of the deals, the situation when there's so much junk uh -huh. in a unit that you don't know what's underneath there. So that's really what's in the box. Wow. <laughs> a little BMW I said it. Yeah. Nice job. <laughs> All right. Number four. All right. Daryl doesn't buy anything unless it's got what? Pizzazz, dollar signs hanging from it. The wow factor or a certificate of authenticity. <laughs> you know, I would say all of them, but for Z for Daryl, I think he, I want to say he coined that phrase, the wow factor. Yeah, if it doesn't yeah. have the wow factor, Daryl's not playing. Yeah. And last but certainly not least, Barry, and we've seen a lot of the, when they drive around, you know, they all have their own cars. Yes. Barry drives up in what car normally? Is it a Land Rover, a Jaguar, a Bentley, or a Caterham? <laughs> he did show up in a catering truck one time. Okay. And we did find him underneath the catering, catering yeah. truck And one a stabbing wagon. And a deco liner. A stabbing wagon? <laughs> yeah, the Scooby Mobile. I no, mean. He's, got a, he's got a nice yeah. uh, Jaguar that yeah. he drives to most of the sales. Yes. Very yes. good. Very good. Congratulations. <laughs> Four out of five. It's not bad. Four out of five. This is great. We should be doing a after the podcast show because this can go on forever i know and i'd love it for it to, to happen because you guys are great you're fun where would people if they want to get a hold of you find you on social media you know we're on twitter at pay the lady laura and auction guy dan that's right we're also on youtube we've yes. had a couple million views at the auction guy dan yes and we're on facebook yeah and yes and american auctioneers and and thank you so much you know we're having a great time and and i want to take this baby for a ride yeah <laughs> we do have another new company called storageauctions.net and that is a, a free nationwide uh, live and online self-storage auction if, portal. If you can't get to a live auction and you want to buy something, go ahead and get online, bid with the pros, buy with the best, and get a chance to, you know, just Brand to bid. Again, yeah, storageauctions.net. <laughs> And, and there you go. And you know what, folks, don't forget to pay the lady. Right. <laughs> you don't pay her now, you'll have to pay her later. Yeah, one way or another. Yeah, sure. All right, cool. Well, thank you very much for showing up. Dan Dotson, Laura Dotson, Storage Wars, A&E, watch them. Tuesdays at 9 o'clock on A&E. Dan and Laura Dotson of Storage Wars on A&E. And don't forget to follow us on social media. Make sure you subscribe to Talking About Cars on iTunes and SoundCloud. Hey, it's free. You'll get updates on when the new shows upload. And if you want to see that 1962 Chrysler Imperial that we were in, check out our videos on our Talking About Cars page on Facebook, YouTube, and at TalkingAboutCars.net. I'm Randy Cardoon. Join me next time as we have some fun talking about cars.